Christmas without you. Awesome. Welcome, everybody. This is episode number 251 of the Barrel Proof Podcast. That's it's a lot. One. It is a lot. Uh, that voice you just heard was Matt Owens. We uh, Not Hello, only do Matt we not here. have any uh, superstar guests like, I don't know, Mike Watts or Christy Holly or Robin Pryor or Lee Nevis or... Well, they're all on that other podcast. Casey uh, Whitfield or anybody like that. We, you get we're, we're down to hosts tonight. So we got Patrick actually charged up his own microphone. Woo-hoo. Say hi, Patrick. Hey. Uh, and then Matt Owens, uh, uh, sometimes host, sometimes guest, has uh, returned to graces with his presence. Thanks, Matt, for being here. It's a pleasure as always. So at least we do have a guest. Uh, yeah, of sorts. I yeah. do not think I'm the guest. <laughs> I'm just kind of here. <laughs> he's he's not quite Ed McMahon, but he's he's either. Matt Patrick's more the Ed McMahon of this of this show, I think. If you think. Hi. Hey. Not sure how I feel about that. It's not a it's not a bad thing. Star <laughs> Search was a great show. I think uh, you you trying to cast yourself as Johnny is I don't know a little. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't say I didn't put myself in that box. All right. No, no, no. More of a Jack Parr. Uh, Fair. <laughs> so anyway, um, I guess the thing to do is to talk about the, the let's, thing let's we're run, avoiding. Let's run down to an agenda real quick. Okay. Uh, there's a game that happened that didn't go well. Uh, there's a game that's going to happen on Sunday that I'm the, quite a bit less invested in than I was this time a week ago. Right. Uh, but will it happen? Yeah, that's a fair point. We'll get to that. I think okay. it will, but okay. we'll get to that. Uh, but there are other more fun things to talk about <laughs> yes, do uh, that. that have to do with Racing Louisville, which I'm very excited that we finally kind of get to pivot and make that a focus of our show for uh, the upcoming uh, next probably week or so. Uh, this be, can, Since Louisville City season's over and no one's playing soccer uh, in Louisville now, aside from, I guess, uh, UofL sort of, uh, we're going to go to two episodes or one episode every other week. Uh so two episodes a month, give or take, uh, through the end of the year and going forward and all that fun stuff. Uh, probably our next episode, I lied and said we'd have Phil here tonight, but uh, he's not, and I haven't talked to him, and that's why. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> But I want to I wanna have him on because by, by, the, by the next episode in a couple of weeks, we'll know a lot more about uh, who's, who's gone, who's coming, uh, and things like that, which is unfortunately a natural fact of life. And the reason that that is a, a week ahead of schedule is because Louisville City lost 2-1 to Tempe Rowdies in the Eastern Fair. Comics Finals last Saturday. Uh, and we might as well just dive right in. Uh, you know, obviously not the way we wanted it to go. No, no. Uh, that opening goal in the what at the very tail end of the third minute really changed the entire game. Uh, let Tampa – I mean, I, they didn't Set dictate back. the game, but they definitely – at that point, we our chances were so few – and far between uh, after that opener, we just got so far off our game plan, it just went out the window. And I, we, ne- we never really recovered, if I'm being no. honest. Um, no, they a horrible that. time to give up a goal. And then we gave another goal, gave up another goal at a bad time to give up a goal. And then the one goal we did score, we didn't actually score it. Nope. Uh, so let's, let's – I haven't rewatched it. I don't, I don't really want to rewatch it. I mean, I've looked at some numbers, things like that. Uh, but that opener – uh, was obviously quite unexpected. Um, Sternberg, what's his name? Jack, anyway, the guy that scored it. Sternberg for Tampa, good player, midfielder, totally untracked by Sean and Alexi. There's no two right. ways about it. Uh, you know, I, I think yet another miscommunication that direct, directly leads to a goal. It was a really nice cross. Uh, 
Tampa came out the gates flying. Frankly, I mean they we struggled. You know, we we they had the ball those opening three minutes. They did a really good job. Juan Tejada was doing a really good job, mixed with Leo Fernandez, who's the one who had the assist on the opener, uh, and otherwise had a very good game. But frankly, after that goal goes in. I won't say that it was it wasn't bunker ball. I don't think that I think that'd be very unfair to call it. No, that, they made it up high level of pressure. If it anything, was, but here's sure. the thing: they it, they didn't press much much past the midfield line. Like they played three five two, but at the at, in a lot of stretches it was five five zero, uh, which served to good effect because one it allowed them to overwhelm the midfield. Paolo and Corbin and Speedy played deeper than he has all season, for, not because he wanted to, because he had no other choice. Right? Because uh, we couldn't rotate the ball around the back. They were doing a really good job basically sending guys up the channels we were just trying to recycle the ball in the back. We could not get any width because of they folded guys so far out wide. Uh, Pat McMahon, unfortunately, didn't, did not have one of his better games. Not, not his fault. Just, you know, he was facing some real pace on the outside. And he didn't get burned by it necessarily. It's just he couldn't make anything happen over there, uh, which is why Napo came in. I thought Napo did some good things when he came in the game, provided sure. a lot of energy. Yeah. Uh, but it just we never got anything going. You know, we outshot Tampa, I think, but I don't think it. We didn't generate any big chances. I think we might have had, might have edged them on just the way they, the way Fight Mob uh, measures chances by one or mm-hmm. two or something like that. Uh, but Tampa was, I mean, it was a really good game plan. Really, it's like we're going to try and do beat them at their own game, get an early goal, and then just sit. And they didn't just sit. I, like I said, I, it's not. I don't mean to say they played bunker ball or anything like that. It was, it was a really good defensive performance by them for sure i hate forrest lasso more now than i ever have before uh for a variety of reasons but the man stood up i mean he he had cam in his pocket all night cam barely touched the ball uh ownby was largely ineffective i'm afraid i, I hate to say it but he, he was yeah. uh hope was very clearly very frustrated how i mean he won man of the match but i don't agree i'll be frank about it um i mean i think that award who would you have had would had to go it wouldn't have been i mean i guess corbin if i had to give it to anybody um, but we just no. I mean, it it just wasn't great. Um, we didn't deserve to win. Tampa did. You know, can't be. I wasn't. You no, know, you can't argue that the result was unfair by any stretch. Nope. Um, Bad night. Just a hard. And you know, it's a it's a knockout knockout tournament, and results sometimes happen. Don't go your way, even though you may be the better team on paper or whatever. That's why you play. Uh, so you know. I, I I'm I'm frankly I am disappointed in the way that the game went. But you know, thirty thousand foot view, looking at the season with all the crazy shit that's happened, yep. not, mad not, not bad. No. You know, yep. we play, we you know we won our group. We finished the the season with the most points in the East, which is, you know can't help what happens in the West. In, the, in a normal league, that that means you're champion uh, before going into the tournament. I know that's not our league, so you can't you know put anything like that on it. Yep. Uh, you know, I would have been real interested to see what would have happened if we played Phoenix next week. Uh, but it, you know, just wasn't to be. So, yep. I, I don't really have much more to say about the game, I, and I've been the only one talking really. So I'll let you guys. I mean, in. I guess we could talk about the elephant in the room, uh, namely the rumors of performance-enhancing substances, which <laughs> I didn't think was credible. <laughs> but you know, I did my research and I looked around, and I found out apparently there may be some truth to it, and I have some samples, in fact. Oh, samples! Let's yeah. see it. This I'm excited about. Oh, it's the Iron Brew. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. That stuff has not been checked by the FDA. Yeah, this has not been checked at all. Yeah. It is from some kind of international retailer. I don't know. I've got some samples. Oh, my you guys God. I'm glad that you bought this stuff, honestly. <laughs> yep. So. I'm not even sure what not I'm made, at. It's not made from real girders, but it does have real iron in it. Uh, that, I looked that, that up on the it. internet, actually. Yeah. 
Patrick, do you even know what we're talking about? No, Iron not Brew. a clue. Brood Neil Collins Scotland swears too. by this stuff, and apparently, the like the entire Tampa Bay roster has has dove in headfirst to this Scottish soft drink. I feel like it's, it's really all you need to know about it. Not it's a, a Scottish soft drink. drink, and it's neon orange. <laughs> it just makes everything made with bad. real iron. In fact, we should despise it because its color scheme is blue exactly. and orange, which is reprehensible in every way. I couldn't agree more. Um, I'm not going to drink it right I have now. To try it. I can't I exactly say that it tastes good um, <laughs> because that's just, it would be true, but I just Patrick, first impression, let's hear it. Oh, it's, it's actually delicious. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> well, well, it, it tastes like bubblegum. For the lads. Yeah. Iron Brew Oh, it, it doesn't finish well. <laughs> it does not finish well. Oh, no. All right, I'm put, going back to beer now. Throw some Everclear in there. You'd be good to go. But, yeah. So uh, this is the real reason. Uh, I refuse to believe anything else. This yeah, stuff they right just here. injected this direct. They did an IV drip of iron. I hopped up on iron brew. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not awful. But it's not that terrible. Sucked. I, I kind of, I wanted to because Ty was going to rewatch the game. Ty, you know, couldn't grace us with his presence tonight. He had actual work to do. Uh, somehow mm. more important than sitting in a parking lot drinking beers and watching. Isn't he his soccer. own boss though? What the hell's more important than that? I don't know, honestly. Uh, but I, you know, I, I don't. I never like to rewatch our losses. Normally, I can look at numbers and make a pretty good, have a pretty good understanding. You know, we had what sixty five percent of the ball, but I, I did look at the passing map. And mo- the bulk of it was in the back, the final. You know, our defensive right. third and the middle third. We barely touched the ball inside their eighteen yeah. bo- eighteen yard box. Did a little bit better in the second half, but really did not. I mean, Tampa just obviously just looked chances. the better team on the night. I mean, and. I'll say this. They had a really good game plan. They did. Uh, you know, I'm not. There's a very small but very vocal segment of uh, the Twitterverse that thinks that, you know, we just kind of got out coached on the, on the night. I don't think that that's a fair thing to say. I think we got, a, like I said, bad Britain. Just a, a lapse early on in the game just really kicked us off of our, our kilter. And we've done a good job adjusting, I feel like, all season long in yeah. terms of, you know. I mean, uh, 13 unbeaten. Yeah. Right? But, like, but that whole streak, I mean, we were consistently getting out in front, scoring first, yeah. being comfortable in the game, and we weren't being tested like that. Yeah. Right. This is the first game we've played all season where I didn't feel like we were in, really in control. I take that back. There's some St. Louis games where we were uh, really that's in control true. of mm-hmm. Yeah. The Pittsburgh uh, game. But they worked one. out. The first one. Yeah, the first Pittsburgh game. Yeah, that, the wheels <laughs> fell off about half an hour in on that one. So that, that's a fair point. But in the last <laughs> two months, let's say, <laughs> haven't looked out of sorts with the possible exception of St. Louis. It's not a good sound. So, no, it's not. It's yeah. parking lot noises. Anyway, parking lot noises. Yeah. Um, just honestly, I prefer talking about the SUVs problems. To I do. To <laughs> talking about this guy. I, th- I just want to, you know, put a. I guess I, I can't really put a bow on it, other than to say, uh, that's the first game I've seen. First game I've seen us play in a while where we were we're not dictating anything. Uh, tried to play catch up all night. Hackworth did the. Uh, Indy 11 Eastern Conference Final Throw treatment for last season and emptied his entire offensive bench onto the field. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it, it just didn't work. Um, and we didn't really, never looked. Uh, Jason Johnson added some something, I think. That's I think true. he was trying, you know, they tried. You know, yeah. that's all I, I can say about it. But I don't think we really had a game plan other than to just try and string some quick passes to the midfield that they broke up quickly every time they were in front of a lot of balls. Yeah. I didn't just look at all what the right there. It's like playing two teams. Yeah, it was hard. And, you, and here's the other thing. You're not going to get uh, high lofted balls over Forrest Lasso and their right. their defense. No. Like you're just, well, we don't have tall a tall center forward, kind of Luke, I guess. 
Uh, R.I.P. Well, not R.I.P. That's not nice. No, that's not not time to say wrong phrase. But well, yeah. Let Let's move on to that. Let's do this. Segue. Uh, good. We lost. That sucked. Uh, but I don't think it was a failure of a season. Would like to have played in the final. I think we would have done well in the game if we if we'd had. The I mean, all in all, it was a successful season. It sure. Just, you know, I feel better about this season than I did the last season. And last season we made the, the final. So you know, <laughs> what are you gonna? You know, we had got hot and made it through the, the playoffs. But that was not it. Last season was our worst points wise, table wise, lots sure. of other things wise season we've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, we made the conference. We made the championship game. So it can't be. Can't complain too much. The, the people, there's one guy out on Twitter that uh, likes to say, "Oh, well, if you can't win the Eastern Conference Final, you deserve to be fired." Well, then I guess O'Connor should have been fired after 2015 and 2016 too, or, or whatever. So that's ridiculous logic. I don't. I mean, buy how, why would you expect to win the Eastern Conference every year? Well, because I mean, we've been there every year, but we've been there every year. We're entitled. It is a spoiled. It, it yeah. is a spoiled Agreed. mindset to come from. We're ridiculously spoiled, <laughs> but we should at least try to be a little conscious. Of it. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I'm sure he's just trolling me. Uh, but Probably. Part of me. Oh, I didn't realize it was just to you. Okay. Yeah, no, it was just me. No. Well, thankfully. Um, <laughs> was it the person who starts posting Hackworth out like 15 minutes oh, in the yeah. first game? Oh, yeah, same guy. Same oh, okay. guy. Same guy. Yeah. Uh, so that's fine. Or girl, but probably a guy. <laughs> anyway, uh, so anyway, that that's done. Um, Luke Spencer announced his retirement informally, kind of immediately after the game, uh, and he then more formally later this week. walking off the field and kind of. Yeah, I, I don't blame the guy. He's, what, 29? Nine, yeah. Uh, just had a new baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, paying the USL once you're 30 years old isn't going to get a whole lot better. Right. Uh, and if you're trying to, you know, plan ahead, which most people should be doing, I think it was the right move to make. I'm very, very glad that he is elected to stay on and work with the academy. He's got an administrative director, role right? and a coaching right. role with the team or with the youth academy, and I think that's awesome. Yep. I think Mario's probably ecstatic about it because Mario, other than James, I'm not sure how much administrative help he has, and that's a big job, mm-hmm. and it's only going to get bigger. Um, and got heard nothing uh, but good things about Luke's uh, coaching ability, and obviously he's, he got kind of thrown into the fire there for a little bit a couple yeah. years ago. Uh, so I'm, ex- I'm excited fun. to see him out here coaching <laughs> kids, and he's, he's going to be awesome. Uh, best of luck to him. I hope he's – I hope he's happy with the decision and at peace with it. Uh, we'll be sad to see him go. And frankly, it's going <laughs> to, if we can't re sign Cam after this year, it's going to bring up some real problems as, at striker. But that's a secondary concern. I just, I'm excited. I'm happy for Luke, proud of Luke. Uh, and glad yeah. he's staying with the group. You yes, know, and absolutely. Would like Great to player. He's always going to be a legend. Go ahead, Matt. I'm sorry. Would have liked to see one more backflip. <laughs> like to see one more backflip. Would have liked to see him score one more, you know, game-winning goal in a in a, yep. in a championship game. Uh, but you know, he was a great steward for the club. Did nothing but uh, do things the right way when he was here, uh, playing for the senior team. And like I said, a great ambassador. And like I said, I, I'm so glad he's staying, and so glad he's going to continue to be part of the club going forward. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we know? Not much as far as plays go. Own Brian Ownby no, resigned about a week ago. His, his agency that. tweeted that, that out. Nobody else talked about it, which was I thought was funny, but uh, good. Brian's a, another good good guy to have in the locker room, and obviously, yeah. I think I think I think I figured Ownby out. He really likes to play in cold weather. That that would make sense, I guess. Yeah, because summer, I mean, things are quiet, but go, going into coming in the wintertime, man, all of a sudden he hits that second. I, I was about to, with the engine I, on him, though, it's got to run hot in the in the heat, though. It makes I sense. I think he might just run on pressure, though, because I mean, if <laughs> Maybe it, so. he stands out, I'm, I'm going to stick with the cold US weather. Open. Period. <laughs> you might be right. May it rest in peace, <laughs> unless it's back next. Week. I hope. Yeah, but that would be a terrible thing to go away. Sorry, that was a digression. 
No, it's good. Um, we still need to win one of those. If you're Agreed. not a uh, part of the Louisville City subreddit on Twitter, Phil Durbin has already done. I don't. I haven't been on there today. I've been busy. Uh, but it's already. I, so chances are good. He's been. He's done one every day since Wednesday this week. Kind of his breakdown of the way he expects the existing uh, senior team roster to to go next year. Um, I think we're probably going to see a lot of guys come back because that has been the club's mo. And I, you know, why not? Yep. Uh, Still a very successful season. Still one of the top teams in the in the league. Yep. Um, I think there are going to be some changes. I, given the way COVID's going, I frankly I, I know the club's going to try and uh, get Magnus to come back, but I'm not sure he will. Yep. Other than that, the league is talking about a May restart instead of March. Yes, so that's that might, true. I did that see that. Might factor into it. Yeah, that and who knows what whether that's going to be the case. You know. But we did sign a few players kind of late in the season. We did. That I'm excited to see what they're going to look like after uh, an off season of practice. And yep. Artabalu and presumably going back. Say, say it again. We got Kenny Walker on a loan. He's presumably going back to Indy. I don't think so. I think he'll stay. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Taylor on that. I don't. I think that his that was the end of his deal. I think they sent him over here because they knew they weren't going to use him. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're he that he sense. he might be another one because uh, he's kind of at the tail. At the end of his career, that doesn't mean his playing days are over yet. Uh, but I have a feeling he he stays with us, uh, maybe provides a little bit of competition if if Speedy comes back, yeah, uh, for that number six spot just to kind of keep Speedy sharp. And then second, also, uh, did you hear the post game comments from Paolo? I mean, he sounded like he's fired up to come back. Oh, I'm, I think it's, that's, he probably yeah. is. Um, but I think with respect to uh, Kenny Walker, who like mm-hmm. he didn't dress the, quite a bit the last few weeks. Uh, I think he might be part of our part of the longer term plans for the club in terms of, again, maybe academy or or something along those lines. Uh, you know, U of L guy. I think I think he's a Cincinnati native, frankly. But I, this is closer, a little bit closer to home for him than Indy. Actually, it's probably about six one way half dozen yeah. the other. Um, but I, I'd expect to see him back on the roster. Uh, but there's a whole lot of other things floating around um, as far as that goes. We got four guys named on uh, that are up, or four guys named to the USL All the Best Eleven, which is awesome. Sean Tosh, yep. uh, Cam Lancaster, Speedy Williams, Ben Oscar, Ben Loon, Ben Loon. That makes sense. Yep. Yes. Uh, congratulations, to all those guys. That's more than we've Fantastic. ever had. Fantastic. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, a lot more of people are pissed about team. it because they think, "How could four guys from Louisville be Best Eleven? Well, it's because we normally get one, which is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So I think they're just making up for lost time. Sorry right. about your player that didn't make it. Uh, random Every one San of those people had fan. an excellent season. Yeah, so and I, I'd be shocked if we don't win a couple of those Player of the Year awards as well, mm-hmm. just because we don't ever win any of those either, yeah. or Coach of the Year or whatever. But uh, I don't know who you pick over Ben for the Keeper of the Year. I really don't. That's a good. That's a good shout. I, I think I, Zach Lubin would be the one. The mm-hmm. other one I would, I, and I think that'd be a fair. He's argument. in the running. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, he's he's what been through three penalty shootouts in the last three weeks or something like oh. that. I mean. That's got to count for something. Um, Fair point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think he. I, I think Ben was a, it would be a deserving candidate, but I wouldn't be too sh- shocked to see if if Lubin won it. He's he's done good, um, especially if he wins next week, uh, or excuse me, Sunday, I guess. Um, yep. So that's something to be considered. But awesome for those guys. But yeah, uh, Cam's up for Player of the Year. Hackworth is up for Coach of the Year. He'll probably win it this year because he didn't win the title game. <laughs> um, Isn't that weird how that works? I guarantee. Yeah. I'd be. I mean, it's exactly how it works. 
Uh, I'm a little bit cynical, and eh. that's fine. I can, I'm allowed to do that right now. Um, yeah, Cam's up for MVP. Ben's up for goalkeeper of the year. Yeah, so I think we covered all that. Yeah. Um, is Toach for defender of the year? Yeah, I think he probably is. And I think that would be one that I think would be a very fair award to give him. I, I still, thought he played so well. I still year. don't like the idea that they uh, split up him and Alexi. I feel like they're a group, like French Toach. You got, you got to keep them together. Right? What are the. <laughs> I see explain what to me. There. I mean, I, I, I get see what, what you're saying. There. Are you talking about like French toast because it's eggs and bread? No, because Alexi's French and Toach is Toach. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> I'm very stupid. That was Evan. Evan did that. Don't. Uh, no it. credit to me. Okay, well, either way, I'm glad you introduced me to that, and I'm sorry I haven't been paying enough attention. No, you really way. haven't, apparently. That's really good. <laughs> I right. like that. Damn it. I'm glad. I'm, I'm sad I didn't think of that first. <laughs> um,. So, yeah, I think that's all I really want to talk about from Louisville City standpoint yeah. right now. Hackworth released uh, some really good video today that I, I haven't had a chance to watch because I've been busy, unfortunately, but I'm, I'm sure it's great. Uh, you know, kind of expressing his, you know, thanks for uh, just the fans and the community that's kind of really rallied around the team, even though in the face of all this other uh, 2020 in general. Swearing uh, vengeance against Tampa Bay, you know, the usual. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, blood oath, things like that. Um, Where'd you get that pole axe? That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Wild stuff. Uh, but I think that's all of the Louisville City I really want to talk right now. I, like I said, it is a is a bummer of a way to end the season, uh, but not undeserved for Tampa. And um, I will be uh, hate watching the final probably a little bit on Sunday, maybe. Possibly. Who you got? We'll see. Who I got? Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm pulling for Tampa, but at this point. Three positive tests. Oh, yeah. Tell, talk Let's about talk that. about that. That's all I know. Um, apparently, one of them is coach. Um, oh, really? But I don't know who the other two are. That is the iron brew. But that's where they got it from. COVID, um, more like COVID brew. I mean, they're in Florida. Maybe the iron brew has been protecting oh, that's them. that's a fair... Uh, uh, yeah, maybe that's... It's like a... Yeah, antiseptic or something. Yeah. You inject it in your veins. But what <laughs> makes me wonder more than anything is apparently the League One... Uh, what is it? Oh, they just canceled. The Greenville. Yeah. Yeah, they just canceled the final because we had Union Omaha had like four or five guys exactly. tested positive, and they just said, nope, whoever's got more points per game wins. Mm-hmm. Which I think Union any, actually any champion this year is going to have an asterisk by it, but that is like an asterisk yeah. plus, which sucks. Greenville probably would have won the game, I, I would like to think, because they're a good team. But, but will they do so the same thing with Tampa Phoenix? That's question. my question. Yeah. I think they'll find a way to play that. That's on the big That's on the big. Yeah, ESPN. this is on ESPN. Right. We're there. You know, <laughs> wear a mask. So Greenville, that is Bubble the uh, that's the Toyota John Harks team, isn't it? It is Toyota John's team. I, I like him a lot better when he's not coaching for Cincinnati. Yeah, uh, not a lot better, but more than I did. Um, he's farther away. And that's he's better. done well down there, though. This is their second very successful yeah. season. Uh, I am really anxious to see League One expand a lot more. And I mean, that league needs a boom and quick. Uh, unfortunately, you know, COVID ices a lot of people's investing decisions and things like that. So a lot of stuff's going to be pushed back to 2022-2023. But there's a World Cup that happens in there, and that's probably, I mean, those things tend to spur investment in soccer and things like that. So, Rising tide, et cetera. Uh, I, you know, the more I hear that metaphor, the more the less I like it. But yeah. this may be one where it kind of works. Um, but, yeah, that happened. But I, I, I'm pulling for Tampa. I, who's who's going to win? I don't know. I kind of feel like because it's 2020, it's going to be Phoenix. Uh, that would just go with a theme. There's uh, a there's a place in my heart that makes uh, makes me not want Tampa to get it just because I don't want them to have a third star before we do. Oh well, yeah, yeah but there's 
too. I know. From, like, I'm aware. I'm aware. Different era. Different iterations of said they, league. I know. Like, that's a bunch of bullshit. I, mean, I hear you, but. And I end up having to go with Tampa because every team that has ever eliminated us from the playoffs has won the championship. That is true. I'm going to hold so I'm I saying the pattern holds. I guess that's true. And the other thing that wouldn't bother me as much, Patrick, is that it took them like 50 years <laughs> to get three stars where it only took us. It took them 50 years to get two. Not that many, but still a lot. Where They've had two stars for a long like time, yeah. Five. Well, so. we still haven't got a third star yet either. So yeah, well, we'll see. I think, you know, as long as we keep the hammer down, we've got the opportunity. All right, let's switch gears to what we really want to talk about, and that is Racing Louisville FC. Very excited about this. Christy Holly has... Let's, uh, let's start. Oh, please. Sorry, let's start this conversation with this beautiful piece of in- infrastructure behind us. Talk about it. Let's well, it. Uh, we are currently at the new turf fields, um, new training facility for... Sitting on top of the old Edith Avenue landfill. Yeah, it, it is. very is nice. Is that the, what that smell is? No, that, that, that's butchered. <laughs> they now. buried that deeply. It is about 20 feet above uh, uh, all that old trash level. Um, now they have what, uh, what three fields done now? I think three or four, something like that. Um, it's it's gorgeous. It, it's turf, so you know people don't like field turf. But I'll tell you what, uh, for in terms of playing uh, on the grass in Louisville, Kentucky in the wintertime, you're not going to get any better than than this. The fields look great. Uh, they're brand new. There's lights, which is great. Also, go up there and take the, the lights are actually kind of cool looking too. But um, I uh, was uh, informed actually by Mario. Mario was talking about it on Sunday that they plan on doing adult leagues come spring. Ooh. So uh, those interested in that look forward to that. I think I might have to dust the cleats off or the turf shoes. Buy the turf shoes. I think you can still wear cleats. I, would, um, I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> and if I was younger and less fat and any good at soccer, I'd be all over that. Yeah, well, you know, that's not going to stop anybody else. Come on, Matt. <laughs> Uh, it is terrible. it is very cool. Our kids are practicing on it right now, mine and Patrick's. Uh, I know Landon's very excited to get to do it every chance he does. Absolutely, uh, they're gonna. So if you're uh, in the academy for racing Louisville or Louisville City, they, they'll practice up here all winter, uh, which is like I said, very cool. It's not 100 percent weatherproof, but you know, pretty much builds character as Calvin. I mean, would say. practice got canceled last night because it rained. You don't have to worry about that here. No, yeah. So that is a very cool, and this is going to be Racing Louisville's training facility full-time. I don't know if Louisville City is going to continue to train down at Thurman Hutchins or try and relocate up here. I have a feeling they might. Yeah. Because uh, there's locker rooms and stuff, and players right. seem to like those things. Yeah. Uh, so awesome. Glad it's partially open. Uh, there's going to be ultimately be, what I think, nine full-size fields or something like that that they can play on. Yep. Uh, and that's just this half. I, have a, I wonder what's going to happen to the other side because this is – the old chin. Well, oh, do they plan on expanding it? Across? I don't know. They should. They sh- they should. Can they get anyone else to agree? Probably, because it depends on what happens. There's a lot of other variables in the air that have to do with the city and other local soccer and how much money it would cost and so on and so forth. But the opportunity probably exists. And in any event, what exists, what they've built already is pretty great. Mm-hmm. If they could take over the entire park, if this would be, it wouldn't. It's not as big as Grand Park up in Indy. No, because that place is huge. But, but the potential today, the entire park tomorrow the world yeah speaking in the brain um, <laughs> but, but uh, it's you know huge a huge sign of uh, so I, I wish they would change the name of their company soccer holdings LLC's commitment to soccer to Louisville to really taking this seriously and doing all the right things to make this something that's going to last for a very long time I mean I guess there's no confusion in that, in that name though no it's kind of bland not. but I mean no it confusion. definitely is about as generic as you can possibly get. <laughs> Uh, I, I know why Wayne named it that, because he wanted to make it look like it wasn't a thing so mm-hmm. he could buy things without people knowing what it was. Um, 
but the soccer part was probably a big tell. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely it's getting bigger. So, so people are more likely to talk about the actual team names in question than sure, the overall sure. company. Good point. And, you know, who knows? It, long way down the road, somebody else could buy it and they could have a very cool name. But hopefully, right now, I'm very pleased with the way, the way we're, where we're sitting with ownership, et cetera. Uh, the doubt. other half of Soccer Holdings, well, not half. We'll call it third. I'm going to go oh, grab a beer. Oh, yeah. Get keep a going. beer. No, keep in the, talking. In the back of the car. The other part of uh, Soccer Holdings is Racing Louisville, and there's a lot of fun news that's happened on that front lately. As we've alluded to seven or eight times. Yeah. That's when we made it. So let's talk, let's talk about what the news is. How about that? Uh, uh, Meg, if you don't <coughs> follow Meg Linehan on Twitter or read her stuff at The Athletic or subscribe to The Athletic, you're missing out. Uh, she uh, is – her and Kim McCauley are the two best and, – and maybe uh, there's another guy whose name escapes me right now, Dan something or other um, – Probably the two best sources that you're going to have on any uh, women's WOSO uh, national stuff that there is, period. They pay a whole lot of very close attention to the league, uh, do great reporting. Meg uh, did some reporting early in the week and got, a, got her hands on what looks like the new draft rules for this for the upcoming expansion draft, which is different from fan. the college draft. Got to say I'm not a fan of these dra- the expansion draft rules. No, but I'll t- I, I, and I understand why you would say that. Uh, but I, because what it basically forces us to do, let's let's talk about why Matt's not a fan. The, the reason Matt's not a fan is because every team uh, in NWSL gets to protect not nine, not ten, but eleven players on yep. their team. A full starting eleven. That's correct. Uh, <laughs> With the exception, I think you can only protect two allocated players. You can only protect two allocated players, and the definition of allocated player is they are they have certain status with the U.S. Women's National Team. Uh, Basically, every, the NWSL pays for them as well. No, the US, uh, sorry, U.S. Soccer pays for them. U.S. Soccer, that's correct. Right. Uh, so the teams that have more than two uh, allocated players are Chicago Portland Thorns. Well, yeah, Chicago, Portland Thorns, and Orlando City. We made a deal with uh, Chicago last week, in case you were living under a rock, to pick up Savannah McCaskill. Uh, formerly of South Carolina, and has made quite a few appearances for the senior women's national team. Didn't I don't I know she went to the last World Cup, but she didn't play much. Uh, it's, so anyway, Savannah McCaskill, you know, US WNT player, uh, very good. She she was a striker in college, and I think that suits her very well. But she's played more of a number ten for Chicago uh, Red Stars, and then Yuki Nagasato. But she was a goal scorer for Chicago, for, yeah, for yeah, for to an extent, yes, not as much as maybe they might have hoped. Uh, but when you got Sam Kerr on your team, you know you don't fool with right. that too much. Now she I, she didn't play as much uh, this year, but you know this year was weird. They had the Challenge Cup and then this fall series that they did um, played well. But in, in any event, sorry, USWNT caliber player, great player, lucky to have her. I'm really excited about Yuki Nagasato. Yeah, she's 33, yeah. but you know Japan international, Japan legend. Frankly, scores a lot of goals, a lot of fun to watch. Uh, really. Uh, hard player to track defensively, so that's a. Those are two really good veteran, uh, highly thought of, uh, quality players to start up and build around. I find it a little bit interesting and hopefully telling that the first two players that Christy Holly signs are attackers mm-hmm. uh, or very attack minded players. I think that's a good sign for those of us that like to watch attacking soccer. That's his style, isn't it? It better be because that's I mean, I think style. You could make the art. I, honestly. If the, you might know better than me. I didn't watch a whole lot of anything that he did at Sky Blue, and I haven't gone back and looked at the tape. Uh, That's the impression I've gotten from the way people have talked about him. I don't. I haven't watched Sky Blue really at all because I only have so much time. I don't know how I'm going to follow both teams. But yeah, 
I broke down. I've been, I've been railing against CBS All Access for like, I don't know, six months because I've just refused to pay for Why don't you just get cable at this point? Because it's not on cable. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you if you like your Star Trek as well as your soccer, <laughs> then I guess it's a value. I mean, that's a Tom Farmer investment. That's not a me investment. Honestly, it's a me investment. Too. Uh, I, I know. Have to <laughs> that. Uh, but I ended up breaking down and getting because I want to watch yeah. Champions League this week. And I Where watch is Tom? Tom, call us. What happened to you, man? I miss Tom. you, bud. We do. Really do. Yeah. Uh, but so anyway, two great players to start out with. But what that means is we can't draft any more anybody. Oh, they gave us their fifth pick in the draft. Fifth too. pick, which right. is huge still, too. I think it was a great negotiation. But not their fifth. The fifth. The fifth, yeah. Fifth overall, yeah. Uh, which is good. In addition to our number one pick. Correct. Right. Um, now, here's where things get interesting. There's a tree hanging out of that car. There's so, that sorry, is distraction. That's interesting. Anyway. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's a fair distraction. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an 18-foot tree sticking out of a Toyota Camry. That's something that's you don't fabulous. see every day. <laughs> The back passenger side window. I'm podcasting I mean, as a visual media, but I wish we had a picture of that. That needs to be it's the It's just one branch sticking straight parks, up. I'm going to go find that car. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Uh, he just stole it out of the fabulous. park. <laughs> Getting back, back to our point. Uh, what that means is, though, Chicago. when we did that deal with Chicago, what they got in return was we can't take any more of their players right. in this expansion draft, which le- leaves because the only other two teams that have more than two allocated players on it are Portland and Orlando City. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orlando City has Allie Krieger, Ashlyn Harris, Alex Morgan, and Emily Sonnet. Uh, and then uh, Portland Thorns have Crystal Dunn, Becky Sauerbrunn, Tobin Heath, uh, from, uh, Lindsay Horan, and Adriana Franch. Uh, my guess is oh, oh, the other one is uh, OL, Olympic Leon Rain, also known, formerly known as Seattle Rain. They have Megan Rapinoe and two other people. Uh, my guess is they're going to protect the other two people because Megan Rapino is not going to agree to leave Seattle. Right. Period. So that's that's a non-starter. Uh, with respect to Louisville's pretty sweet, Megan. Just mm-hmm. to let you know, she's she's pretty not fucking cool here. There's, there are times <laughs> when it's not raining. Yeah. It, Seattle's awesome, so I wouldn't leave Seattle either. If, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, with respect to the Orlando side of things, they will they will likely protect Emily Sonnet and Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan's playing for Spurs over in England right now, so who knows when she'll be back. Right. Uh, and Allie Krieger and Ashlyn Harris are married, so if you only pick one of them and you can only you only can't not, pick yeah. one from a team, they're a package deal, so either one would probably just say, screw it, I'm going to retire, or I'm not going. So we couldn't sign them. Uh, with respect to Portland, uh, Crystal Dunn just moved heaven and earth to get there. She's not leaving. Uh, Tobin Heath probably wouldn't leave. Uh, Becky Sauerbrunn would probably retire, and that leaves – or they'll, they'll use two picks somewhere, but that basically leaves the only available option, Adriana Franch, a goalkeeper, a very good goalkeeper, uh, but not someone that if you take her, you lose $75,000 in allocation money for. So where I think so this... You think what you I, go for the money and don't pick anybody I think who's... Because the incentive is if you don't pick any of them, you get $150,000 in allocation money that, you can, that, is, that the league pays for for somebody's salary. The best player in women's college soccer right now is at Stanford. Her name is Catalina, or, yeah, Catalina Macario. She is awesome. I've watched her highlights and read what people have to say about her, and she's going to be amazing. Just became a U.S. citizen. She will play for the U.S. women's national team soon. Uh, and if, if she doesn't uh, elect to play a fifth season, because that is what everybody in the Pac-12 is allowed to do thanks to COVID, mm-hmm. uh, she will be the number one pick in the upcoming college draft, NWSL draft, later on, who knows when, sometime later this season. Uh, and I would hope to God that that's who we pick. She's going to be great. 
So right, have her in racing Louisville lavender, mint, and whatever the other color purple is would be purple. freaking amazing. So you'll think we'll probably go with a younger, more up-and-coming... I don't think we have a choice, frankly. That's actually a good point. We're it's not worked a for us in the past. It really has. Yes. Uh, I mean, at least in the fact of... It, well, it, the, the way of unknowns. Yeah. Not really younger, but unknowns for sure. Here's the thing. We're not getting much out of the expansion draft. We get some depth, probably, but not necessarily any starters. Macario, if we can get her, would be awesome. Whoever we end up picking first, hopefully, is going to be a, fir a first day starter for us. Uh, but after that, it's. I think I was disappointed at the, in, in the very beginning when I heard Christy Holly kind of say, "Look, we're going to try and pick. We're not going to try and get any big names. We're going to try and build this, you know, to, for sustainability, which is all good, well and good. But big names. I, I made this argument before." The best players win the games. You get the best players, you're going to win the most games. Without a doubt. Championships, win the hardware. The problem is uh, the way the end of a cell is set up with the roster rules and drafts, et cetera, it makes it hard to, to do that. Uh, so we're going to have to get really creative with how we build this roster going forward. That, that being said, there's no one I trust to do that more than James O'Connor. He's always and, been really and good. And Chrissy Holly did a great job with Sky Blue while he was there. Obviously knows the ins and outs of the league and the rules, et cetera. And there's only, you know, the good news is there's only other eight other teams to to kind of get to know and 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 figure out. Um, so we're not, you know, we're not going to come out and be like the FC Cincinnati type team that when they joined USL <laughs> a few years ago, which hate them as much as we we might want. I mean, they did it. They did a good. They did it right uh, for what they were trying to do. They're trying to get a lot of people's attention and sign the best players and spend a bunch of money so they could move on to the next thing and, and see how that worked oh out. yeah it turned out terrible for him but uh all that is a long way of saying i you know i don't i think christy was kind of trying to soften the blow if you will of we're not gonna be allowed to go sign everybody we want we're right. not gonna be allowed to go do all these other things uh i think the interesting part of this is gonna be and i think he's either he or Matt, mike watts made this point over on Scouse's house uh, earlier this week, uh, that the best thing that could have happened to the NWSL is the uh, FAWSL starting to spend a lot of money on players, because all of a sudden it means you guys need to you know put up or shut up, yep. you know either start you know get your head in the game, start paying these players, start taking this more seriously, or you're going to get passed by. Uh, and I think for a club like ours, that's like message is going to be heated quite well. Other t other clubs in NWSL, I'm not so sure. Uh, but some will, like the rain, I think will. I think Portland definitely will. I think Orlando probably will. I think North Carolina definitely will. For sure. Um, North Carolina. You know, and, and other teams I can't really speak to. I don't pay much attention to them. But, you know, you you got you better be on your toes or, or they're going to – women's soccer in the U.S., from a collegiate standpoint, is bar none. But when you get to the professional ranks, and we've been the, we've been the best league for a long time, but the instant these clubs that have a, you know, basically you know saudi governments sitting behind them uh throwing money into the game is going to get a little bit more interesting i think we've got to make sure we can keep pace i mean as much as i would like to see some of the i guess more named players in louisville i definitely agree that i'd rather have i'd rather have that foundation built of just a strong you know just a, a good group of like-minded who play our style of we have to have people that bought, are bought in. Right. Bought into Christie, bought into Louisville, bought into our club. 
uh, and bought into to staying here. Now, look, I don't fault anybody for going out and seeking a bigger paycheck. Oh, That's what, uh, no, without a doubt. Your career is short. you got to go get paid while you can. Right. Um, but I think that the mantra that has been coming out of our front office and out of our train, out of our technical staff especially uh, since the club's inception really has a lot of cachet to it. And I think that that's – I I don't think I need to point out that we play in the best stadium in the entire league uh, for NWSL. But do it anyway. So, I, you know. I like it. <laughs> Just bring it up again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, uh, Sky Blue plays in Red Bull Arena now, and that's nice. That's very nice, actually. So, yeah. you know. But it's not theirs. It's not theirs. They're renting space there. So that's time to be said. We know how that goes. Yeah. So, but our place doesn't have a giant Red Bull Red Bull logo on it. It's got that going for it. That's true. <laughs> it's, it's it doesn't have that. It's got eyelashes. They're very pretty. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what I got on, on racing right now. But we're gonna hear a whole lot more soon. Uh, our next show, I think that'll be right before the expansion draft. Um, I, I'm real interested to see what we do with that. Uh, because I think that may, you know, I think if we start trying to look at youth, Patrick, to your point, that's probably the way to go. Guys that just can't break into, you know, who's going to beat Dabinia out for a spot? Who's going to beat Alex Morgan out for a spot? I don't know, but I bet the second players, you know, on Orlando or or, or North Carolina, for example, are are pretty solid. I right. would love to have Lindsey Horan come to Louisville. I I don't think that's going to happen. That's the only outside thing person I'd I'd love to have, just because I know she and Paolo are buddies. Uh, I don't think that's going to be enough to bring her here. It would be sweet. If it, it would was. be awesome. It would be sweet if it was, but I don't. Th- I don't think it's going to work. So I'm going to get my hopes up. Format of this expansion draft: We've said uh, they get to protect eleven. We get to pick what is it? Eighteen total 18 players. Rounds. Yeah. Yeah. And is there a limit to the number we can pick per team? I don't think you pick more than two per two from one. Wait, time okay. out. Makes sense. Time out. There's eighteen rounds. So no, that, right that mean we get, we get 18 picks. Okay, 18 right. picks. It's only us. We just go 18 times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't recall, Matt, because I just said two, but that doesn't make sense because that would only be 16 players. So I, I may be wrong. Well, we've got that. two from Chicago already. Correct. So that could be that we just stipulated those are our picks from them already. Yeah, that make that might be. So, But that limits us to, you know, 16, more. 16 players from, 14, from, from seven teams. Right? I thought there were currently nine teams, and we we're going to be the 10th. Are we not the 9th? Are we the 10th? Maybe, maybe that's what it is. You're Somebody do research. I, Go. Uh, I can't. Yeah, I can't. I don't brain do right now. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> I pay people to do that for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's what I got for racing. Uh, there is one Asperl proof question. There was. Is there now? Sweet. There's one because I tweeted out at like four o'clock. Yeah. But our good friend Derek Mills. Let me see if I can find the tweet. Y'all talk amongst yourselves while I look for it real yeah. quick. So you think these lights out here flash also? Like, can they play music? <laughs> oh, they should. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I still wish they could. They were going to just play Purple Rain in the stadium and just have the red, purple lights kind of <sighs> dripping down. Here we go. I know they can do that. There's no reason they can't. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reasons they can't, but let's, let's go on. Well, they paid for song number two. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, our good buddy Derek Mills asks, if we get a women's national team player, who's your top pick? Well, we've already got Savannah McCaskill. Mm-hmm. So, uh, her being excluded, I mean, if, if if I didn't know that we wouldn't get basically any of them, which is what I think is going to happen, uh, that weren't being protected or whatever, God, how do you not say Tobin, Tobin Heath? I think she's the best woman. I think she's the best player in the world right now, if, if me and Frank. I can't her, argue with I, that. I, I, but Lindsey Horan is a close second. I'm being, I'm being dead honest about that. Um, those would be the two. Anybody else got any thoughts? 
I think you got it. Tobin is awesome. I'd say nothing that's valid. Uh, the only player that I wanted to see was... Or Julie Ertz. That'd be a good one, too. We can't get her, either. <laughs> we can't get anything. We're not getting anything. We can dream. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Yeah, sure. Any of them free agents? Uh, what's Mar- Let's get Marta, like, 16 years ago. That'd be awesome. Yeah. No, don't that's think that's possible, though. It's not. <laughs> that's that's all. I think that's all we had for Ask Barrel Roof tonight. Which Thanks, one of them? Uh, which one of them really, in. really likes bourbon? We can maybe get that one. Oh, that's that would be Megan Rapinoe. We're not getting her either. Okay, I love Megan. I, she's my, she's my that would she's be my awesome. favorite. Megan, uh, but I don't. You know, that ain't happening. Um, all right. Let me make sure I didn't miss any other Ask Barrel Roof questions. I don't think I did. Nope. That covers it for that. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for bearing with us tonight. Uh, we made it through. We made it we through. We did. We it survived. W- the sun is still up. I mean, it was at least a third good. Talked for like 50 minutes. Yeah. I, dude, I can talk a lot. I, Jonathan Leonard thinks I talk too much. And guess guess what? You guys were here to listen to me jabber on forever. The whole time. Maybe we should have him come on. See how much he can talk. I think this is a wonderful idea. I mean, has he even been on? I know he's been at podcasts. No, he's been wisely staying underground. <laughs> I remember his reactions to a few of them, too. Yeah, he. Yeah. Jonathan's great. I love Jonathan. Yeah. All right. Uh, that'll do it for us. We'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you can find Matt on Twitter at places. Blue City, Blue City Sting, Sting, I think, is where he's occasionally at. Patrick has doesn't open Twitter anymore. Uh, look for Barrelproof at Barrelproof FC. We only remind you to, to ask us questions so we have content to ask talk about on this podcast i don't remember the last time i looked at twitter you got like two days i'm on it way too much not mad about it don't don't fool with that all right thanks everybody uh great season mobile city excited about the draft we'll see you guys in a couple weeks love each and every one of you